0: This seems to be the song we play every time Barrett Miller uh, from Fort White Alive comes into the studio. It's uh, Tarzan boy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you're swinging from vines in the jungle or anything. but
1: uh, if folks want to come check us out on Earth Day on Sunday, free admission. And at 1.15 and uh, 12.15 and 1.15, I'm going to be leading wild edible hikes. I don't get much more Tarzan than that.
0: What do you mean wild edible? Like nuts and
1: berries? At this point, it's mostly roots and shoots. But yeah, yeah, what you can eat off the landscape. That's cool. So anyway, it, one of our many things this Sunday and Earth Day.
0: You know, if I had any energy and desire at all, I'd be out there.
1: <laughs> well, next time I'm on, I'll have to bring you a little breakfast. <laughs> what did you say? Roots and shoots? Roots and shoots. Seeds and berries comes later. You need flowers before seeds and berries. You're right. <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Barrett and I were talking off the air, because this is a very active time of year. Very much like so. Like a lot of little critters are getting up, right, from a, a long winter of uh, dormancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got a lot of questions lately. You know, it's interesting. They, they they text and they say, when is Barrett coming back on again? I have a question. <laughs> well, that, that's flattering. That's awesome. Well, it's great, yeah. right? I mean, it, this means that you've proven to be a successful guest, and it's ha- we're happy to have you back on again and again. And you're a nice dude, too. Well, Always glad to be here, and thank you very much. Yeah. Goose attacks, mm-hmm. Barrett, have been happening uh, a lot in the past couple of weeks. They're back.
1: Yeah, they're back. They've been back for almost two months. and They're yeah. laying
0: eggs. They've got the little ones running around now, and I mm-hmm. guess that's probably part of
1: that, right? Well, you hit it right on the head. They don't have their little ones yet, but they do have their nests. Um It's really hard to do visuals on radio, but this one's going to work. I need everybody who's listening to sort of look at your thumb. Give yourself a big thumbs up and look at your thumb. Look at your thumbnail. That's the size of a goose brain. (laughs) Geese mate for life. Geese are super protective parents. Right now, every female goose rattling around inside that thumbnail brain, which contains all of the info to get back and forth from Mexico every spring and fall. There's room for maybe one or two thoughts. Her thought right now is make a nest lay
0: eggs, protect the nest.
1: The male, his thought, everything's a threat, protect the mate, protect the nest at all costs.
0: So it's the male that chases you.
1: Generally, generally. Although pushed far enough, they do act as a tag team. Only they don't act as, they're one of those cheating tag teams, you know, the ones that used to like to really boo if you ever watched dress because they yeah, don't two-on-one, and they yeah. have foreign objects yeah, in their exactly. webbed hands. Well, and those, those wings that fly down to Mexico... You see some of the slashing that they're letting go in the playoffs. Um, you get hit by wings, by goose wings. That's like a good two-handed uh, hockey slash. Yeah, it can cause both. an injury, right? Oh, big time, yeah. They're mean. Well, they're protective. They can be mean. They're protective. Okay. All right. We Our human brains. Now, everybody picture the size of a cantaloupe. <laughs> That's the human brain. Thumbnail next to the cantaloupe. The it's cantaloupe. like we're on
0: tour with you. I like this.
1: Please continue. <laughs> the cantaloupe's a lot Bigger. We can use our big human brains to realize that they're not upset with us. They're just sort of angry at the world and thinking about their family right now. Mm-hmm. With a calm nest, and I would say 95% of geese pairs are this way. Give them about two or three meters if you can when you walk around. If the mother or the male, if they stand and hiss at you, and they do hiss, I'm not going to try to do one on air. I'll get spit all over your mic. Yeah,
0: please don't. <laughs>
1: Step back, turn your shoulders square to it, and point at the goose. Just point your index finger out, be a little bit rude, you can point, call them out for being mean, and just continue about your business. What you have just done is you've squared yourself to the goose. Two aggressive geese will look at each other in the eye. Now, we don't have beaks. We are built a little bit differently than a goose. But if you imagine an index finger at the end of an arm, I'm waving my arm around with my index finger out, it probably looks a lot like a goose right now. Okay. By pointing at the goose, you're looking them beak-to-beak, eye-to-eye. And you're taller than they are. You're taller than they are, but you're not pressing an attack. You're also not retreating. You just keep that index finger pointed and you keep on walking. 95% of the time, that's going to settle it. If the goose comes at you, you stop, you turn your shoulders, you square it up. Point your index finger at it. Point your index finger at it. It's a little bit scary because, you know, it might be coming towards you. It might be coming neck down, hiss. It'll stop when it realizes you're bigger and you're not running away.
0: What about just running away? That is
1: going to encourage an attack. Really? See, if you you break eye contact and you turn your shoulders and your head, that's what a submissive goose will do, especially a submissive male to a more dominant male. So the message you're sending is, I'm weaker than you. If you chase me, I'm going to run. And if you make contact, you're probably going to win. So even though you are so much bigger... That's why people who have been attacked by a goose and hit with those wings, if their first instinct is to sort of make themselves smaller, or duck their eyes down, which is a good normal human defensive instinct to have, you're really encouraging it to happen again. And that's why some people just end up in this spiral of goose problems.
0: <laughs> now, the geese are bullies is what you're saying.
1: Well, again, kind of sort. Again, we're sending we're. I hate it. I hate this because we, we are the victims and I have to blame the victims in this case. It's not who I am. It's not what I'm about, except when it comes to goose attacks. But when we continue to let the geese pick on us and send that message of, I'm weak, I'm submissive, I'm less of a goose than you, yeah. please chase me out of your territory. It's going to happen.
0: And they will chase you until they're satisfied. Exactly. Okay.
1: And in any species, there's some that are more intelligent, and less intelligent. There's some that are more aggressive and less aggressive. You get a dumb goose that's on the aggressive end of the spectrum. That can be 30, 40 meters. Um, If you do actually end up in a case where that goose is going to make contact with you, put one leg forward, protect all the soft bits right around waist level, one arm up to protect your face, sort of hold it like a Three Stooges style so you don't get poked in the eyes, (laughs) and with your free hand, be ready to push that goose away. And when I say push that goose away... I don't advocate picking a fight with a goose, but you do what you got to do to protect you. Yeah. Are they going to
0: bite you? Do they bite?
1: They do, but you see, geese don't have teeth. Their bite strength's not great. They're filter feeders. They suck water in and it out through their- So it's no uh, big
0: deal if they try to bite you.
1: It feels, did you ever have an older sibling or cousin or something give you a friction burn? You know, they pinch and they twist.
0: Yeah, cousin. I still resent him for it.
1: Imagine that with a toothbrush on the fingers. That's what a goose bite feels like. Yeah. It's, it's not the worst. No Getting slapped with the wings, especially in the face,
0: that hurts. Okay, Barry, we got a couple yep. of minutes left. I want to move on to uh, families of skunks, raccoons, whatever, because it's that time of year. It is. Perhaps building a nest underneath your deck or some other place in your yard that's going to create a problem. How do we avoid this?
1: Um, plug holes. Be, be aware of what's going on in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I know most of these animals are active at night. We're active during the day, but be aware. If you see something that looks like little human footprints with long nails in the mud in the backyard or out on the sidewalk. It's a raccoon. It's a raccoon. I knew it. If you smell skunk in the neighborhood, guess what? You got skunks in the neighborhood. A little bit of chicken wire, a little bit of um, insulation, a little bit of plywood will go a long way to prevent. Once a nest is established, you get into a whole lot of moral, ethical, and legal problems with moving those animals but you can be a you can be a cranky landlord and just say you're not moving in. That's the best way to handle that.
0: But if they've already gotten the foothold, uh, that's sorry about your luck.
1: Well, um, you can try move them. You can contact pest. Professionals to help move them, but. But
0: that's going to create a fatality here, which we don't want. A
1: fatality or a huge inconvenience for you and the animal
0: family. Yeah.
1: So, no, it's better to be proactive. Now, if you do find yourself in that situation, a few non lethal things that you can try. Maybe get mom and dad out or mom out before the little ones arrive.
0: Sure. Loud music. Loud music, that's trick.
1: Blast loud music down that hole. Does it have through to be deck? any
0: particular style of music? Or?
1: Um, if I can plug one particular album. <laughs> We once had to remove a skunk from a garage at Fort White. Yeah. And The Razor's Edge by ACDC. Oh, I,
0: I didn't like ACDC. I, I, lo-
1: I love that album.
0: Yeah. Skunks
1: too. don't. <laughs> <laughs> bright lights, bright lights. Hit them with as bright a light as you can. If yeah. you can have floodlights or a flashlight on their
0: nesting area 24 7. I don't like it when the light shines in my eyes. I'm trying to sleep. No, and they're nocturnal. They'd out exactly. even more. Okay, exactly. so listen, we're, we're completely out of time. One more plug for your Sunday Earth Day event.
1: Yeah, free admission. Come on out. Uh, we've got performers, we've got all sorts of nature information, compost. You want to learn about nature? You come on down on Sunday. I'll see you there.
0: Barrett Miller, Fort White Alive. Thank you again, my friend. Thank see you, you. soon.